This is a BoardWalk Audio podcast. The best way to support our show is by going to BoardWalkAudio.com slash Keterial. Uh, just click the Support Our Artist button, which takes you to Amazon. Just shop like you normally will, and Amazon will send us a little bit of money, which we will then use to, to pay for therapy because... Guys, this investigation is taking its toll on us. It's it's a lot to deal with. It's a lot to deal with, and there's no shame. There's no shame in mm. therapy. It's a healthy thing, and we want to be healthy. So give us money. Please give us money. Go to Amazon. Thank you. I love you. Bye. <laughs> the sun is up. The sky is clear. But all is lost when you aren't. By the way, the song is about the Muppet Babies. Hello, I'm Matt Manser. And I'm Eileen Mary O'Connell, and this is Skaterial, the Muppet Babies episode podcast where we investigate the disappearance of the Muppet Babies character, Skeeter. Um, yeah, we've come to love so many Muppets over the years um, because we've seen them as, in, as, adults, as adults in many Muppet projects. Mm-hmm. We've seen we've seen Kermit and Piggy and Fozzie in the Muppet Show and mm-hmm. Muppet movies. We've seen Gonzo and and Rolf also in Muppet shows and Muppet movies. And Animal, Animal, and Bunsen and Beaker, mm-hmm. who are sometimes on Muppet Babies. But one Muppet Babies character we have not seen Mm-mm. in any of those things, Mm-mm. and that's Skeeter. Yeah, Scooter's twin sister. Where did she go, Matt? Where did she go? Well, you know I don't know the answer. I know, I know you. I thought maybe today would be different. You thought I found out and wasn't telling you. I thought you'd save it for the podcast so that our listeners could be like, "Hooray!" with me. Oh, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, Eileen. I do it's not. Fine. I still do not know what I, happened to Skeeter. I was foolish for giving up my hopes. Yeah, it's okay. Um, it's okay. Um, so we still don't know where Skeeter is, if she's okay, if she's not okay. I hope she's okay. We all do. Um, so we are watching every episode of Muppet Babies, uh, looking for clues into, uh, what could have happened to her. Mm-hmm. Um, just, just. Just look at it and we'll keep watching until we find the truth. Uh-huh. Until we find the truth or until we run out of episodes of Muppet Babies, whichever comes first. I mean, hope, hopefully, man, if we watch all the episodes and still don't know, then what? I don't know. I don't know. We'll cross that bridge when it comes, I guess. I guess. But it won't come because I think that this is going to be it. Oh. This episode. You think we're going to crack the case? I have to think it, Matt, because yeah. otherwise... How do I sleep at night? Trick question, I don't sleep at night. But how do I quiet myself at night? Quiet the tears <laughs> that you're crying while you're looking, putting up more clues on the old corkboard. Yep. I am so grateful for these waterproof microphones. <laughs> yeah, there is water, tear water, all over Eileen's clothes. <laughs> uh, and on the microphone, but it's not hurting the... Audio quality. I wear a poncho to these recording sessions. And it's a nice poncho. Thank you. It's very fashionable. Thank you. Amazon. Amazon. 
Go to Amazon. Mm-hmm. You heard us mention that earlier. Mm-hmm. Go to Amazon. Mm-hmm. Um, but for for every episode we do of Skeet Cheerio, we bring on we bring on a guest to to help us uh, watch the episode and and hopefully figure this out. And today we have uh, a regular performer at UCB on Winslow and the show We're Gross, uh, Gilly Nassim. Welcome. Welcome. Thank you. Thank you so much. I'm really excited to get to crack in this case with you guys. Great. Well, we're happy to have mm-hmm. you. Thank you. Um, so um, we always like to ask our guests, uh, how how much of a Muppet Babies viewer were you or currently are you, if you're still watching it? Mm-hmm. I was big time. Yeah. I was Ooh. big time into the Muppet Babies. Um, the theme song, when I heard it uh, recently, it washed over me like, you know, mother's milk <laughs> Uh, and a warm baby blanket, uh, you know, curling up into the womb, uh, hearing your mother's heartbeat. Uh, were you, like, was your mother watching it while you were in the womb? No, I'm trying to say the Muppet Babies are like my mother. Okay. Oh. To me. Uh, I, I loved it. Um, I was, I'm right, it came out in 84, 87? 84. 84? Either 84 or 87. <laughs> so, <laughs> one of the two. <laughs> yeah. Uh, somewhere, I, I, I was watching it and just loving it. Uh, I've probably seen every episode, but I don't remember. I, I watched it as a kid and then really left it alone, and I'm now revisiting it, you know, trying to solve this case right. with you guys. Mm-hmm. Uh, but big fan, really big fan. They, It is, if you are a Muppet fan, you get every every bit of everyone's characteristics in the Muppet Babies. It's beautiful. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And when, did you realize either as a child or later in your adult years that, hey, why is Skeeter on Muppet Babies but not anywhere else? I did. Uh, also, to me, Scooter is less interesting. So, you know, nobody yeah. asked me, but if I had a choice of who, which one of those two would go missing... I'd, you know, stick Scooter in a shipping crate, mm-hmm. send him off somewhere. I think we all would. Uh, so it's it's a particularly upsetting yeah. scenario. I mean, it's, Skeeter is definitely much more fun, mm-hmm. more positive. Mm-hmm. I mean, if I were a Muppet, I like to think that I'd be a Rolf, but I'm probably more of a Fozzie, mm-hmm. um, which is nothing wrong with that. Love no. Fozzie. Um, Fozzie really, you know, this... This episode is really his moment. Mm-hmm. Yeah. This is a big episode for him. Big, big, big Fozzie episode. And therefore for you, too, if you're a Fozzie. Yes. Yeah. Well, you mentioned uh, uh, Skeeter being preferable to Scooter. Um, there are some A few people who have done this show have suggested that, uh, that Skeeter has... I'm trying to think. Like, it's like Skeeter has become Scooter, or they're oh, like... Oh, it was mm-hmm. that they're, they're the same person that it's a, like a Fight Club mm-hmm. scenario. That Spoiler yeah. alert. Spoiler alert. Please rewind this podcast, turn down the volume, play it again, turn it up now to avoid the spoiler. Right. Yeah. I, I don't want to refute that theory per se, but that would be like if in Fight Club people were addressing both Tyler Durden, Brad Pitt, and Tyler Durden, Ed Norton. Because they are open, you know, it's... I, yeah, I, you know, I, I don't want, I don't want to, you know, be rude to any of your former guests, but I'm going to poke yeah. holes in that. Yeah, no, we, I think we poked holes in that too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I it ha- was because we thought that why would 
why would Skeeter pretend to be Scooter when Skeeter's the better the of better the two? Yeah, yeah, that's true. Uh, I do have a lot of thoughts in general about twins and them being twins. So, um, oh, you know, we can. You tell me when we're ready to get into it, and I'll get into it. I mean, uh, if that's not related to any particular part of the episode, we could talk about yeah, that I mean, now. But yeah. if it's something mm-hmm. that refers to something in the episode, we can wait till it comes up. That's a good point. It does not happen in the episode. <laughs> well, then, yeah, let's, by all means, just some musings in general. My my sisters are twins. I uh, ha- uh, I experienced firsthand. I do believe in the twin ability to understand each other's feelings. Uh, and so I'm using that as evidence to say that Skeeter is alive. I don't know where she is, mm. but the loss of his twin sister would render Scooter immobile, completely useless and speechless. I don't believe when we see him as an adult that he is behaving like somebody who has experienced the death of their twin sister. It's sad that they have to live apart, but I I am positing the theory strongly that we are going to figure out where she is, but I can say with confidence that she is alive. Wow. wow. Well, that would be That's good news. Be great news. That'd be wonderful. Mm-hmm. But what if and don't want to oh, dampen the, the oh, bad news. No, I but, was in a good place just now. Um, but uh, you said Scooter seems you know pretty well adjusted now. However, he has given up on his childhood dream of working with computers or That's being true. a scientist of mm-hmm. some sort. And he's a uh, a stage manager mostly, mm-hmm. which is nothing wrong with that. Right. But it's not what well, he wanted he lo- to do. He lost his lab partner. You know that's mm. gonna that's gonna take a hit. Of course, it's gonna change the course of his life. Um, you know, I'm sure for a while he tried it on his own, and and he would try to hand, you know, uh, a beaker of something. That's probably confusing because there is a beaker, but yeah. he would hand a vial, uh, expecting Skeeter to grab it. They had that rhythm, but it would just shatter to the floor without her there. Hmm. So you know, of course, he's gonna change the course of his life if he m- is missing his twin. But I. I do believe that he uh, he has the air of somebody who has experienced loss, but not the the ultimate loss. Hmm. Hmm. You guys can uh, do with that what you. This is starting off on a more positive note than our previous episode. If you've listened to uh, season two, episode two, that was much darker. We won't get into that. We won't get into that. I'm still recovering from it. I don't think she's necessarily okay, for the record. But she is alive. I mean, her being alive is one of the brighter theories we've had Mm -hmm. on this material. We have to take that victory while we've got it. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I'm putting a heart next to the Skeeter is Alive section of the chalkboard. Which is... Mostly but a tiny corner, because we have not corner. had that as that a theory a too much. I like mm-hmm. how you have a chalkboard, a dry erase board, and the cork board. Mm-hmm. Yeah, lots of boards. Lots of boards. boards. They all have a very specific purpose each. Mm-hmm. I see. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, should we dive into the episode? Yeah, dive into the episode. Uh, it's a season two, episode three, an episode titled Fozzie's Last Laugh. Uh, so the episode, st- the episode starts... Uh, with the babies pretending to be at school, um, Fozzie brings an apple to teacher Piggy, uh, then pranks her with a fake worm. 
Uh, Kermit tells Fozzie that school's important, and Fozzie agrees that there's a time for jokes and a time to be serious. Uh, he then asks Skeeter what's that on her desk. Skeeter looks and says, ah, a spider, and freaks out. Fozzie says that it was just a fake spider, and Skeeter says that wasn't funny. Kermit says, I thought you were going to be serious, Fozzie. And he says, uh, I must have gotten up on the funny side of the bed this morning. Uh, Teacher Piggy now says it's time for roll call, or time to call a roll. Uh, Fozzie says, while you're at it, call me a dinner roll. I'm hungry. No one laughs. Uh, Piggy says the subject subject for today is Italian history, very specific subject, and asks (laughs) if anyone knows who discovered spaghetti. Gonzo says it was the famous explorer Marco Weirdo. Gonzo imagines he's Marco on a ship looking for sugar and spice when he's attacked by a submarine. A submarine sandwich, that is. Uh, So Marco Weirdo stuffs, stuffs his cannon with pizza dough and fires at the sub, but when it comes out of the cannon, it became spaghetti somehow, and it sank the submarine. Uh, Piggy says Gonzo may sit down, but when he takes his seat, he sits on a whoopee cushion placed there by Fozzie. Fozzie laughs, but no one else does. Piggy yells at Fozzie to stop goofing off, or he won't learn anything. Fozzie says he's going to be a comedian and already knows how to be funny. So much. It's a lot. It's a lot going on. There's so many moments in my life where I have said things confidently and then found out later that they only came from a cartoon. And so many kids probably thought that spaghetti is just stringy pizza dough. And this is the moment when it happened. Oh, my goodness. This is the moment. Wow. Gonzo is spreading some uh, misinformation. Falsehoods. Mm -hmm. Um, Do you think he's doing that on purpose? Or where did he get the idea from? Uh, I, I th- I'm always going to be suspicious of Gonzo. Yeah. There's only one of him. That's a little. That's a little suspicious. That's yeah. A, that's a little tricky. Mm-hmm. There's no one else. I mean, presumably there are other scooters and skeeters. There's other Kermits, right? Or other frogs. I mean, we've met their family. But Gonzo is the only Gonzo. Well, we don't know if there's any other scooters and skeeters because we don't know what species they are for sure. Right. But part of Gonzo's whole thing is that he's the only one, right? Like yeah. he, he has no We do no find mate. out in Muppets from Space that mm-hmm. he's an alien. alien. Right. Yeah. But, but on Earth. But on Earth, yeah. But on he Earth. is yeah. just by, him, by himself, yeah. Yeah. So, I, you know, that's a shifty character. Yeah. He's been, been shifty in many ways. I, I don't know if there's a much of him. He's often shifty when it comes to kisses from Piggy. There's yeah. probably some of that coming up. In, yeah. I don't know if there's any of this in this episode or I'm, not. We'll, fi- no, we'll find no out. No kisses, we'll find out. but he, he makes a move. Oh, yeah. Yeah. He's, he's very thirsty for Piggy kisses. In a very creepy way. Mm-hmm. He seems to be getting worse and worse with that. Mm-hmm. But even just with that this spaghetti pizza dough thing. Is he like? Was he? Did he spread any lies to Skeeter that could have caused her to run away? That's true. He's clearly capable of lies and untrustworthy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Very um, suspicious. Very suspicious. Uh, Piggy says it's time for the arithmetic lesson. She says, "Scooter, if you had ten hot dogs and Skeeter took three, what would you have?" Fozzie says he'd have a tummy ache. Piggy makes Fozzie wear a dunce cap and sit in a corner. He's, she says if he wants to tell jokes, he can tell them to the wall. He tells the wall, why did the man put a jacket on his hot dog? Because it was a chili dog. Then the wall throws a tomato at Fozzie. 
Piggy says it's report card time. Most of them got A's. Gonzo got a W for weird, but Fozzie got an, got an F, which he thinks is is for funny. But Kermit says it's for being not funny. Um, Nanny comes in and Scooter shows off his A in arithmetic and Skeeter shows, shows off her A in gymnastics. Nanny sees Fozzie crying in the corner, who says Piggy gave him an F. Nanny says that wasn't very nice. Piggy says she's sorry for the F and more sorry that his jokes aren't funny. Fozzie tells Nanny a joke. What's the difference between an orange? Nanny tells him to finish the joke, but Fozzie says that that was it. Nanny says, that was very different, Fozzie. Nanny tells him not to give up. Then Nanny leaves. Man. Man. I think, uh, and this was established in the beginning, that uh, Piggy has also proven to be uh, much more... We know she's aggressive. We know she's a strong personality. It's what we love about Piggy. But the way that she plays school so seriously... Like, this isn't a fun game. She's not messing around. Yeah. Mm-mm. So she is asserting herself as an authority above everyone else. So I imagine that Skeeter felt incredibly trapped. Yeah. Also, her grading system made no sense. Yeah. A's sometimes meant A's. W's sometimes represented a new thing. And F didn't represent a new thing. It represented unfunniness. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it wasn't d- funny even- for fail. It was specifically funny F for not being funny. It was yeah. F for not funny, so it should be NF. Yeah. Also, uh, we've only studied Italian history up until this point, so mm-hmm. why are we getting grades in gymnastics? Yeah, and why are these grades very specific to the things that these individual babies like to do? Yeah, so we're proving that perhaps Piggy was an authoritative figure, an oppressive authoritative mm-hmm. figure, and I imagine Skeeter felt trapped by that, uh, yeah. impossible to please. Uh, so... Of all the pressures in life, we all know that school makes people really lose their minds. It's true. And Picky here, she's just so cruel to, to Fozzie. Incredibly mm-hmm. cruel. I mean, just a big F to, to Fozzie. And uh, he says two jokes in this segment. Um, was the, the the chili dog, was that in this segment? That's yeah. A, yeah, that's, that's an a, okay joke. Yeah, that's yeah. A, I, I enjoyed that joke. I did too. Mm-hmm. And the other one... Uh, What's the difference between an orange? I kind of like that joke too. I like it too. Mm-hmm. It's um, it was unexpected. It, yeah, it's maybe an anti-joke. Yes, mm-hmm. it's a joke on a joke. Which, and, but I think that's very clever for a baby to do that. Exactly. And nanny not giving the joke even a just a friendly laugh, just a supportive laugh, must have been devastating for everybody. And mm-hmm. to see that you can't even turn to nanny for help in this house. Everybody is an aggressive, abusive playmate. Yeah. And even Nanny isn't going to help you. I am going to say this now, uh, and we can talk about this more when we're done getting through it. I think this episode is pivotal in figuring out the disappearance of Skeeter. I hope so. (laughs) Wow. Uh, Yeah. Well, this is a very – we see this with Nanny all the time where uh, a Muppet baby is – Upset and distraught, mm-hmm. and she crying, mm-hmm. and she says one thing that's not helpful, and then just leaves. leaves. Maybe she should. Uh, she's also really not checking in on them often en- enough. No, no. So uh, maybe instead of nanny, we should just call her landlord. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> she is more of a landlord. She comes in, says something unhelpful, and then leaves you with the mess you had to begin with. 
Yeah, that sounds like a landlord. Mm-hmm. Okay, can my we... landlord wears stripes. Striped stockings stripes, or socks. Stockings, yeah, and a cardigan. Have I've you never ever... seen my landlord's face. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I've never seen. Yeah, Do, I don't even know if they have a face. My landlord sounds like Barbara Billingsley, the mom from Leave It to Beaver. Yeah, hmm. mine too. That's yeah, so mine, weird. mine too. And I've... we live in different buildings. You yeah. should all say that. So that mm-hmm. makes it even weirder. Crazy. Interesting. Wow. <laughs> I'm crying. <laughs> Me too. It's sad. It's all. It's all very sad. Uh, should we move on to the next part mm-hmm. of the episode? Right next on the episode, uh, Kermit says they have to help Fozzie because he's so sad. Uh, Piggy says Kermit should show Fozzie how to be funny and introduces him as Kermit Danger Frog. Kermit says the secret to jokes is wordplay, then tells two jokes that kill. Uh, he then introduces Fozzie, and he tells a joke. What do you get when you put chocolate pudding in your mother's shoe? A spanking. And the crowd boos and throws tomatoes. Uh, next, Gonzo says the real key to being funny is craziness and uh, imagines a clip of Steve Martin with an arrow through his head. Uh, Gonzo says the first thing you need is a weird prop and gives Fonzie so- Fozzie some funny glasses. Uh, Gonzo then takes him to a city skyline called Weirdsville. Uh, Fozzie says it doesn't look funny, but then the buildings talk back and put fake arrows through their own heads. Uh, Gonzo says something is funny when it's unexpected and plays his nose like a snake charmer to lift a sewer worker from a manhole. Uh, Fozzie plays his own nose, which squeaks and somehow brings out a dinosaur or a giant lizard, I wasn't sure. Mm -hmm. Uh, Fozzie says Gonzo's imagination is too dangerous and leaves. Uh, Next, Animal tries to help and says, funny is fall, funny is trip. Uh, Fozzie tries this, trips and falls, and the babies laugh at him. Uh, but Fozzie says he tripped for real and then does the funny trip he was originally going to do, and this one is not funny. Uh, Fozzie thinks he's not cut out for comedy and gathers up all his joke books and joke stuff to throw away. He says he's giving up comedy for good. Wow. Incredible. So sad. Another tough crowd. Excellent joke. Yeah. Uh, Mm -hmm. Edgy material that he's positing here. Mm -hmm. The, The pudding in mom's shoe, you get a spanking. That is subversive. Yeah. And it's honest. Yeah. Yeah. I was not expecting I was not expecting that to be the punchline. A threat of violence? Uh absolutely not. Yeah. And Skeeter's witnessing all of this. Yes. Yeah. And you know, these babies, they're not really giving Fozzie good advice. Like Kermit's encouraging him to just be a hack on Ronnie Dangerfield's material. Yeah. And um, that's just, you know, you gotta you gotta have your own voice in comedy, and maybe Skeeter wanted to have her own voice in the world, and the babies tried to, like, push that down, too. I will yeah. say their exploration of comedy for babies was comprehensive, if not, uh, if not original. Uh, you know, exploring wordplay, then... Mm-hmm. Uh, physical gags than uh, the absurd. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, so they did go on an intellectual journey, That's which true. I imagine was eye-opening for Skeeter herself. Yeah. It's Also, it's it's weird that Fozzie's the one who loves comedy, and yet these other babies are sort of self-proclaimed comedy experts. Mm-hmm. I, I thought it was rude of Kermit to pretend like it's so easy and step into his territory. Mm-hmm. Step into yeah. Fozzie's territory. 
nothing sacred in this nursery. Yeah. Nurseries are supposed to be sacred places. They're supposed to be sacred places where you can trust, Mm -hmm. learn, and grow. Mm -hmm. And none of that. Mm -mm. None of that was safe. And they just, and they, and Fozzie doesn't really need their help. He's already funny. Mm -hmm. And they're just, just judging him. So I don't know what they have against his jokes. Yeah. I imagine maybe you've had this scenario where. You have a friend who is being bullied, and it makes you realize, uh, and sometimes the bully is someone you are friends with yourself, mm-hmm. and it makes you realize that you can't be friends with that bully anymore, that your friend is a bully now, and they yeah. show their true colors, and you have to retreat. Mm-hmm. Maybe that bully didn't bully you, just like they didn't gang up against Skeeter. Skeeter. Yeah. But Skeeter was able to see everyone's true colors, that yeah. they were judgmental, that they thought they were better, that they could do a better job, that Nanny wasn't going to be any help, not going to get any help from the old landlord. Give her a yeah. phone call. In six days, she'll show up. Yeah. Maybe if you're lucky, but you still got a leaky pipe when she leaves. <laughs> yeah. So sad. You know, we've talked about they, all, they call her Nanny. But we thought that maybe that's just her, her name. Yeah, her actual mm-hmm. name. Mm-hmm. Maybe Quite her possible. actual job is landlord. Mm-hmm. That makes great sense. Do you? I. Do you have the impression that she has red hair? I never thought about what color her hair might Me neither. be. I have a firm impression that that woman has red hair. Why is that? It's in my gut. The way if you like only ever chat with somebody online or something and you kind of get I mean those days are gone we got pictures up the up the wazoo but mm-hmm. you never like build a picture of, of someone nanny's got red hair or mm. I'm a talking fish nanny's got red hair that landlord's got red hair mm. well I guess I guess this could come into play Skeeter has red she hair has Skeeter has red, red hair. hair she has red tendrils Tendrils. I always assumed it was yarn, but it could be tendrils. Mm-hmm. Could could they be oh related? Could oh Skeeter and Nanny be? Could Nanny be her real mother? Maybe <gasps> she's a cross species. Oh my god! Yeah. Well, we also we don't technically know what Nanny's species is. Yeah. No. We assume human. At least I have. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you two have, but that's why I assumed. About I always Nanny. assume, but you never know for sure. She could be a giant muppet. Wow. She is tall. We know she's tall. Yeah. Mm-hmm. She could be a capybara. She mm-hmm. could be a capybara. Like one Scooter of our, Scooter. Mm-hmm. With red hair. With red hair. Either way. So so up until this point, Skeeter has chimed in maybe a couple times. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's a light Skeeter episode. She's more just Just want to point that out. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Just want to point that she's out. She's observing as we're observing what's exactly. happening. Exactly. It might be, yeah, right, she's not really participating in the, maybe she has a little bit of participating in this fuzzy bullying. Mm-hmm. I mean, she, she frowns at his jokes just like the rest of them. Yeah, but she's not actively saying. She's not saying your joke isn't funny. She's kind of like. Yeah, she said that about the, the spider prank, which is understandable. That that prank wasn't necessarily funny, so no. I think that's fair to call him out on. That's a little... Sure. Mm-hmm. And we know that she's afraid of spiders now. Mm-hmm. Oh, right. That's an important piece. Put that on the corkboard. I'm putting it on the corkboard. Put the spider 
There's already a spider on there, but yeah. I think it's just crawled on there. Oh, no. <laughs> Are you afraid of spiders, too? Yes. Well, Are you related to Skeeter? I wish. Are you a capybara? Are Wait. you a capybara with red hair? Let me check. I am not a capybara. How how'd you check that? I looked at my compact mirror that I keep in my my bindle. Yeah, right, yeah. Mm-hmm. And I saw the face of a human of woman. A human, that's true. And not that of a capybara. It's confirmed. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that's all you need to confirm it is a mirror. Mm-hmm. Fozzie's still sad. Rolf says he know he knows how he feels. It's like when he plays a song and nobody taps their feet. Fozzie says he'll be the most unfunny thing he can be and imagines himself as a book salesman. He knocks on a house owned by Piggy and tries to sell her a 3D holographic encyclopedia. He shows her volume E, but when he turns the page with earthquake and electricity, both those things actually happen. They try volume O, but Piggy turns to the ocean page and water comes out of the book, flooding the house. Fozzie then finds the J volume because he wants to read about jokes, but the book throws tomatoes at him. Kermit pops out of the K volume and says Fozzie's not cut out to be a salesman. Back at the nursery, Fozzie's not sure what he's good at if he can't tell jokes or be a salesman. This is just a feel-so-bad for Fozzie. Yeah. He's really going through the ringer. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And as we mentioned, yes, Skeeter maybe criticize the spider move Mm -hmm. but it really snowballs and she retreats yeah Mm -hmm. she fully takes a backseat because you know i'm sure she's feeling a lot of guilt for not speaking up and saying to the rest of the muppet babies quiet Mm -hmm. stop bullying him we all have dreams and hopes that we want to grow up and be someday Mm -hmm. and we don't need anyone telling us we can't do it right now Yeah. yeah but she doesn't join in either. Yeah. She's a bystander. A bystander. Not an innocent one. Because we all know if you see something, you should say something. See something, mm-hmm. say something. See something, say something. But she is a bystander in this. And I find that that is what this episode really brings to light. Is this is a this is pivotal. This is a crucial moment in Skeeter retreating into herself. Mm. Mm. And this turmoil, whatever it is, I believe leads to her disappearance. Oh, my goodness. Wow. Well, something I wanted to mention is, so we know Skeeter loves loves gymnastics. She does. That's sort of her equivalent of Fozzie uh, Fozzie being funny and wanting to be a comedian. Um, We don't see, obviously, we don't see Skeeter as an adult. We don't know she got into gymnastics for real. But uh, all the Muppet babies are helping Fozzie with with what he wants to do. if if Skeeter was ever as distraught as Fozzie is in this episode about what her future is, mm-hmm. would she have just given up and would the babies have to try to help her like they're doing with Fozzie now? Yeah. Would yeah. Kermit have stepped in and said, it's okay, Skeeter, gymnastics is all about springs. <laughs> and then just... It was Kermit here? Kermit? I'm sorry. Oh, that was Gilly. Oh, wow. That, uh, I, oh, I deeply apologize. No. No. That was amazing. I thought Kermit was here. He's not here. I, I get that. I know. Don't be confused. We've been trying to get him on the show, too. Yeah. You guys are looking at me still. It's Gilly. Kermit, tell not us. Kermit, not Kermit. Kermit. Gilly. I'm Gilly. I, I won't confuse you again. 
But you, you, <laughs> you you wore you're wearing all green right now. Yeah. Yes, I'm wearing all green with a lighter green collar. Mm-hmm. You're you're snacking on flies. Yeah, you're snacking on flies. Mm, delicious. Um, you're pursued by. There's pigs chasing there's you. There's pigs chasing you. Cool it, pigs. Cool it. Uh, the, you have a banjo. Just, yeah, yeah. So, <laughs> guys, it's I me. think I know. Eileen said she's not a capybara. You're saying, Gilly, you're saying you're not a frog. I'm not 100% convinced on either wait, of those. can I borrow your compact mirror? Yeah, wait, hold on. Let me take it on my bindle. Here you go. How inconvenient for you to have to tie and untie that bindle. No. <laughs> okay, I just confirmed I, I'm Gilly. Oh, okay. I mean, okay. it's foolproof. Here, yeah. Here's your compact. Thank you. Let me tie up the bindle. It's just when you're investigating a real Muppet disappearance, you're constantly on the go. And sure. I've found that a bindle is the best way to transport my belongings on this investigation. Do you keep a Kindle in your bindle? Yes. Okay. I like to read and I don't like to waste paper. Perfect. Mm-hmm. I, I have a theory on where Skeeter is and I want to plant that here now. Okay. But I don't want to say it now. Ooh. Ooh. So plant it. I, this is a teaser. And it's going to come at the end. Okay. On the edge of my seat. <laughs> Is that okay? Yes. yes. Okay. Please. Great. Seed planted. <laughs> All right. Oh. That was it. That was it. <laughs> mm-hmm. All right. Any more would be a full full plant. Mm-hmm. Nope. Just a seed right now. Uh-huh. Got to water it and give it some sunlight. Um, what, right. ha- what happens next in the episode? All right. Uh, next on the episode, um, Rolf says Fozzie could be a singer. Fozzie imagines, imagines himself singing a bluesy number, but during the chorus, uh, he does nothing but joke around and sings the title phrase, Waka Waka Waka. Uh, the song ends, and, and Fozzie's still sad. Uh, Scooter says maybe Fozzie could be a scientist. He imagines himself as Fozzie Einstein and tries to invent anti-gravity chewing gum. He puts some gum under a table, and it floats. It works. Uh, since that worked, he tries to create a joke formula. He puts chemicals into a beaker, uh, but it forms a tomato and is tossed in his face. Uh, back at the nursery, uh, Gonzo says he knows how Fozzie feels because he can't get what he wants either. He wants to be green so Piggy will like him better. God. Terrible okay. pickup line. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so there's a, a couple really important things that happen here. First of all, if it isn't insulting enough that they all try to say how easy it is to do comedy... Mm-hmm. Skeeter is now witnessing all of this. She's now all there. Also, Rolf is saying, well, fine. It's not only is it easy to do what you want to do, but uh, anybody can do my special skill as though it's so easy to just be a singer songwriter. We know how difficult it is. It's a mm-hmm. tough life. Yeah. Maybe you're a one hit wonder and spending the next 30 years of your life washed up, hoping for royalties off of your Waka Waka hit single. Yeah. That is incredibly callous, incredibly flippant, and again, it's reversal of the bullying. So rude. Yeah. Yeah. And it's just like, hey, you don't want to do what you love. Do what I love mm-hmm. because I assume you must be just like me. It's And Scooter Scooter with the same thing. Do what I love. You You give up your passion as though it's that easy to just quit on something you've been dreaming for your whole baby life Mm -hmm. and then he's a successful scientist he creates in moments something 
that Scooter himself has been presumably working on for who knows how long. Yeah. And they give him zero applause. Yeah. No accolade, no respect, nothing. Yeah, anti-gravity chewing gum. That is impressive. That is impressive. I really don't know why that is necessary. If you chew it, will it, like, pop your head off? Because you could... Did Skeeter chew some of this gum? Oh, no. Did Skeeter chew some of this gum? I, it's, she may have. Oh, that's so sad. And, yeah, did her head pop off? <laughs> Gilly, you think that Skeeter is still alive, so that you think... I think she is still alive. She could have been severely injured by this type of gum. She could have been transported somewhere else. She could have just, it could have moved her entire yes. self and floated away. Which oh, is... Oh no, she, is she floating somewhere? Is she, she off in space? This feels like a good moment for me to uh, water my seed. Ooh. 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 She's watering it. I'm going to lay this idea down. It's bold. It's controversial. It's what I believe. I believe that after an episode like this, where Skeeter is Forced to realize that the people that she's sharing her life with are scum. All of them. They're scum. That she started to devise a plan to get out. To find a better life for herself. Maybe now we know that she used the anti-gravity gum. But I believe that if we were able to gain access, we would find Skeeter inside of Bobby's world. Whoa. Whoa. That's right. Wow. 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 That's a... Crossover. Crossover bombshell. And that's why no one's ever found her, because you have to lift open the lid of his head Mm -hmm. and ride a tricycle inside. Yeah. But it is the perfect place for her to practice her gymnastics in peace. Mm -hmm. And Scooter knows better. I'm sure he can feel that she's alive. He's looked. He's looked all around the nursery. He's looked everywhere. He can't get into Bobby's world. Mm-hmm. He knows he needs to leave her alone. Wow. We know Bobby's world is another documentary. Another documentary. Mm-hmm. So they're both real things. So mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. This is a real possibility. Do we now have to watch every episode of Bobby's world looking for clues in this theater? I hope not. I hope you're Possibly. able to confirm or deny any theory before that point, but maybe it's necessary. Well... I mean, if it's necessary, we'll do it. We'll do it. We'll do anything if it's necessary to help find Skeeter. Skeeterial Bobby's World. Oh. Wow. It's got a ring to it. It'll be mm-hmm. the, the sequel series. Mm-hmm. Skeeterial 2. Mm-hmm. Bobby's World. A Muppet Baby's Investigation. A Muppet Baby's Investigation. In Bobby's, Bobby's World. world. Mm-hmm. Uh, should we get to the last part of the episode? Uh, yes. All right. Uh... Lastly, Animal gives Fozzie his toys to make him happy. Fozzie thinks maybe money can buy him happiness and imagines he's a Texas millionaire, J.R. Fozzie. He shows Kermit his ranch with a thousand cows, an airstrip, a private lake, but he's not happy. He said that the last time he was happy was telling jokes at the nursery. Back at the nursery, the babies realized that they like when Fozzie would tell his jokes because it made him happy. They tell Fozzie to tell his jokes again, and he does. He tells three jokes that that nobody laughs at and gets another tomato in his face, but he's happy. Mm-hmm. A real Wizard of Oz ending. Mm-hmm. I don't. I don't understand how Fozzie went from 
Animal gave me toys. Now I'm rich. That was difficult for me. Yeah. I think it's the toys uh, are the 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 acquisition of of material goods. Mm Mm-hmm. So I'm rich so I can buy other material goods. I, uh, yeah, I, okay, I buy that. <laughs> for, for a baby, stickers for are a baby. currency, so. It's true. Okay. But he does go into this, he calls himself J.R. Fozzie, which is Tough. in reference to, to J.R. Ewing of mm-hmm. the show Dallas. Mm-hmm. Um, it's a pretty grown-up show for Fozzie to be referencing. Mm-hmm. Uh, makes me wonder about, I mean, the famous thing from the show Dallas was, was who shot Jr. <gasps> who shot Skeeter? Who shot Skeeter? Oh no! Was, maybe Skeeter was shot. I mean, we're kind of playing out sort of that the that version of who shot mm-hmm. Jr. It's another so, mystery. So who ends up shooting Jr. and who is the Muppet equivalent? Right. Oh um, my goodness! Who did shoot Jr. I don't. I only remember the Mr. Burns parody on The Simpsons, and that was. Maggie, Maggie. <laughs> baby, ma- baby Maggie, a baby. Mm-hmm. So, could baby who, Maggie? Baby, <gasps> wow, another crossover. Oh my goodness! Simpsons you is another documentary. Another documentary. Maybe Maggie also attended this nursery. Whoa. Whoa! I don't remember on the Simpsons. Maggie's been in a nursery on occasion. Yeah, was the uh, the Anne Rand. Daycare, mm-hmm. and maybe a couple others here and there. Mm-hmm. Maybe we just didn't see the the time when she went to the nanny the muppet. Nanny baby. muppet baby. It's a big room. It's, it's a, a huge room. Maybe yeah. I mean Maggie's not on screen all the time on The Simpsons. Yeah, they don't have to ref. They don't have to show her for us to be able to assume that she's with the Muppet Babies. Yeah, she also is clearly, though she isn't speaking yet. A very advanced mind. That's true. Maggie is very emotionally intelligent, so it stands to reason that Marge would feel comfortable dropping her off with a group of of babies, but that you know can really talk and walk around mm-hmm. and uh, imagine cannons shoot spaghetti pizza dough. Yeah. Yeah. We don't have we don't have a motive though for if Maggie were to shoot. Uh, Skeeter, Skeeter, like she shot Mr. Burns. Mr. Burns was trying to take her candy. Mm-hmm. Uh, spoiler, by the way, for no s- the season finale of The Simpsons season eight, seven, seven or eight, probably. Yeah, one uh, of those. One of those. If you haven't seen Simpsons season seven or eight, mm-hmm. um, sorry, sorry. Yeah, but there's Watch more important it. things right now, which mm-hmm. is Skeeter. Mr. Burns turned out fine. Mm-hmm. We don't know if Skeeter's fine. Mm. Mr. Burns is so much older. He's lived a life. Has Skeeter lived a life? I don't know. We don't know. Do we I think, think she is? That gives me hope. I think she's living a life somewhere, and she does not want to be found. You guys are digging and digging. Well, Skeeter, if you're out there right now and you don't want to be found, send us any sign. Yeah, so we know we'll respectively just we just want to know that you're safe. We won't try to we won't try to pester you or Mm-mm. or talk to you. We just want to know. We just want to know, know that you're okay. I mean, like if you want to be my friend and hang out, that's cool too. But if you don't, like I don't want to push it. Yeah, the the offer is out there. Yeah, of friendship. The ball's in your court now, Skeeter. If you're out there. If you're out there. 
if you have a a Google alert set for your own name, mm-hmm. and then you would be aware of Skeeterial. Yeah. Mm-hmm. She, uh, she must be aware. There's great Wi-Fi in Bobby's world. Yeah. Oh. Hmm. So the thing about this episode, now that we're through it, is you realize midway through that you haven't heard from her, and then at the end, you realize you never heard from her again. So, of course... She's still around. She's still in the nursery. We know this for a time after the events of this episode. But she has retreated. Mm -hmm. Something has happened to her. An event, an experience, a revelation, a realization. And this is the episode when it happens. I am certain of that. She is a bubbly, uh, you know, belly button bearing, (laughs) red tendril, little cutie. At the mm-hmm. beginning of this episode. And by the end, she is silenced. She has lost her voice. So I believe that she has learned to uh, have a healthy amount of distrust for the rest of the Muppets that she has to share this nursery with. This wow. uh, This basically tenement. Yeah. Too many residents in one apartment. Yeah. They have only two cribs, cribs between the eight babies. Mm-hmm. That's not enough space for a baby. They're missing six cribs. Exactly. Yeah. Maybe if we can find out where those other cribs are, if there are seven cribs, we know Maggie's there. <gasps> mm. Seven mm. additional cribs. Yeah. Yes. Wow. Wow. Um, I don't even know how we could research that. How do we count... Missing. We have to search for cribs now. In addition yeah. to Skeeter, mm-hmm. when they open the doors in other episodes, we should you know take note. Mm-hmm. Here inside is this a storage unit. Could there possibly be extra cribs mm-hmm. in here? That would mean Nanny is deliberately withholding cribs. Mm-hmm. Well, maybe it's like a situation where she bought some cribs at IKEA and she assembled two of them and then got too tired because some assembling furniture is not the funnest thing to do in the world. But she's had time though. Classic landlord. Yeah. Yeah, it's classic landlord. I'll fix it uh, tomorrow, and mm-hmm. then nope. tomorrow, tomorrow, tomorrow never comes. Just hopefully tomorrow comes for Skeeter in Bobby's I world. So. In Bobby's world. Wow. Oh man. Uh, well, um, I think once again we have more questions than answers. We've got some good theories. We've got some really we good theories. We need to look into Bobby's world now. Got to look into Bobby's world. Got to count the cribs. Um, keep an eye out for Maggie. For Maggie, uh, for whoever shot Jr. We can't remember who mm-hmm. that is right but now. But we remember the Maggie shot. I think Mr. it Burns. might have been. Try to pull a Dallas name, Charlene Tilton. Uh, sure. That might be an actress name, and Dallas is of course another documentary, so I might be wrong about that. Mm-hmm. Um, but we have to look out for whoever shot Jr. Mm-hmm. and find their Muppet equi- equivalent. Yes. Lots good leads, of, good ooh, leads. Yeah, lots of good leads. We're being told that uh, the person who shot Jr. was uh, the character uh, Kristen Shepard, Jr.'s ex-mistress. Huh. Excellent. So all we need now is to figure out who is the Muppet Kristen Shepard. Wow. Hmm. Jr.'s ex. Well, Jr. and this. Scenario was Fozzie. Yeah, so does Fozzie have an ex-mistress? Oh, man. Wow. More um, questions. Fozzie doesn't really seem to have much interest in 
in love or relationships, no. which is good because he's a baby. He's a baby. His yes. love is jokes. Oh, his ex-mistress. Wow. Oh, his this chicken. Was... His rubber chicken. Oh, that's right. Oh, yeah. Gonzo has a stuffed chicken, but Fozzie has, has a, a rubber, rubber chicken. chicken. Oh, hmm. man. Which one's the wife and which one's the mistress? So, so, JR, so, so the rubber chicken shot... Shot... Well, that would have shot Fozzie, but we're talking about who shot Skeeter. Yeah, so this oh, is, oh, this man. Is, okay, I got to... We're getting confused here. I got to get more yarn. Yeah, get more yarn. <sighs> well. Because in this scenario, it's going to be Skeeter's ex-mistress. Mm-hmm. That's who we need to find. Interesting. We have homework to do. <laughs> we sure do. <laughs> uh, Gilly, do you have anything uh, you want to plug or any social media? Sure. You can find me at Twitter at, at Time to Get Gil. Mm-hmm. That's it. <laughs> Uh, well, you can uh, you can find Skaterial on social media at Skaterial or on Instagram. We don't really use we have the Instagram handle because I didn't want anyone to take it. <laughs> We're also on Twitter and Facebook, which we do use regularly. Uh, give us a follow. Share us any theories that you have about Skeeter's disappearance or um, who shot Jr. Fozzie or Skeeter in this situation. I guess we have a lot yeah. of questions about that now. Yeah. So- so let us know what you think. Yeah, I'm let's glad know. I planted the seed. Mm-hmm. Yeah, seed. And uh, rate, review, subscribe to us on iTunes because that gets us a bump in the charts and makes us more visible. And then maybe Skeeter will see it and say, I'm here and I'm alive and I want to be your friend, Eileen. Or That's... we're not going to bother you. Yeah, or we're not going to bother you. I mean, like, you know. You've heard my my spiel. Yeah. Um, you can find me on Twitter at I underscore lean, L-E-A-N. Uh, and I am on Twitter uh, at Mansermat. And so, uh, with that... I guess there's only one thing left we can do. We go bye-bye. Go bye-bye. Go bye-bye. Go. Where did you go? Where did you go? I just don't know. Where did you go? Why aren't you here? Everything changed when you disappeared. By the way, the song is about the Muppet Babies. Audio podcast. For more information and shows, visit boardwalkaudio.com. Don't forget to rate and subscribe now.